offboarding. It means you're wrapping things up with your customer. But it's not always as simple as flipping a switch and shutting things down. To ensure a smooth offboarding process, you need to prepare for the end at the beginning. You want to know how? Listen up. Hey, it's Brad Gross coming at you with another technology broadcast. If you're a service provider and you want to learn some things, give me a few minutes. You're going to learn a lot. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Technology Bradcast. It's been a few weeks. We uh, we took some time off after the Dialogue Unconference event, which went really well. If you weren't able to attend that, let me know. I'll send you a link to the recording of the entire event. And be on the lookout for Dialogue, the Unconference Part 2. That is in the planning stages right now, and we'll have more details about that in future broadcasts. So let's uh, let's talk about offboarding. You all know what that is, right? It's the period of time when you are ramping down your relationship with your customer. Seems simple enough, right? I mean, you terminate some licenses, you tell the customer to pay the last bill, and, you know, voila, you're done. Wrong. Most MSPs completely mess up the offboarding process because they don't think about the bad things that can happen at the end of the customer relationship. And they certainly, certainly don't think about the delays and the costs that are involved. So let's take a hypothetical, probably uh, all too realistic example. Let's say your customer hasn't paid your last bill. In fact, let's say your customer hasn't paid your last three bills. Now your customer also has a few backup devices that uh, he needs to return because your company is on the hook for the cost of those devices. You also might need to disable some software agents because, you know, until you do, license fees for those agents are going to continue to mount and someone is going to have to pay for those licenses. So your customer calls you and says he wants you to turn over all of the admin passwords so that his new incoming IT provider can switch everything over. Think about that. Think about that just for a minute. Your client hasn't paid your bill might not return devices to you, might not allow you to uninstall software agents that you need to uninstall, and now, now he wants you to turn over the keys so he can move to another IT provider and leave you standing. Sound familiar? I deal with these situations all the time. MSPs that don't think of the end and so they're totally unprepared when bad things happen. You can hire lawyers to fight, but the problem you're going to have, the problem that most MSPs have, is that the underlying documents governing the relationship are totally silent on the issue of offboarding. And where there's silence, there's room for interpretation. And where there's room for interpretation, there's wiggle room for lawyers to make just enough threats to make you think, ah, oh, geez, maybe I should just walk away from the whole thing and I'll, I'll just take a loss. Maybe I should just give it up, write off thousands of dollars, damn lawyers. Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to take a loss. You don't have to take a loss if you just take a little time in your documents and in your statements of work to address offboarding. Now, get a pen because you're going to write some things down. Pause this broadcast, get a pen, get a piece of paper. All right, take that out. Now, these are the things that you're going to address in your customer documents with regard to offboarding. First, think about software agents. Who is going to disable these agents, you or another provider? If they're not disabled and the equipment is disconnected, that could be a huge problem. 
So if you need the equipment to stay active until your company disables the software agents, then say that. Make it very clear that if the customer disables the software agents without your permission, then additional license fees are going to be incurred and the customer is going to be responsible for those. Next, think about the hardware. Are you going to pick it up? Are they going to send it back to you? Make sure the process is detailed in your document. And while you're at it, make sure that the customer understands in writing that if the equipment doesn't come back to you or it comes back broken, the customer pays for it. The replacement value, not just the, the, the value of what was broken, replacement value of the equipment in its totality. Next, are there documents that your client may have to sign for third-party vendors like uh, a data deletion document? I suggest you get those signed at the outset. Yep, at the beginning of the relationship, and then you hold them until the time comes to offboard. That way, you're not at the customer's mercy, and you don't have to sit around waiting for your customer, who's taking its own sweet time, right, to respond to, the, to your request for that document. Next, make it clear, abundantly clear, that all offboarding services are billable. Make sure that when you define offboarding services, you specifically say that the retrieval of passwords is a service for which you must be paid and, not or, and, and the customer cannot be in default of the agreement or you will not be required to perform any offboarding service. Nice, huh? Now if an attorney calls you and says, hey, give my client its passwords, you would send the attorney a copy of the contract and say, hey, Get your client to pay me and follow the contract, then he gets his passwords. Now, what else? What else might you want to talk about when writing about your offboarding in your documents? I can't tell you every scenario that you may face, but I can tell you how to handle this kind of situational-based approach to contracting. Think of all the bad things that you've experienced with customers in the offboarding process. Think of all the things that could or have gone wrong. And then make sure those realities are addressed in your document. Got a client that didn't return equipment? Make sure that's addressed. Got a client that won't pay its last bill but wants to offboard anyway? Make sure that's addressed. It's called situational contract writing. I think I made that up. If I didn't, I'm taking credit for it. Situational contract writing. It is how I approach all contracts that I write. And I write more of them for solution providers than any lawyer in the U.S. So, listen to me. Take a look at your documents right now. Is offboarding addressed? No? Then address it. Or call me and I'll address it with you. Okay. That's enough for today. It's good to be back. If you have any questions or comments, you know where to find me. Info at BradleyGross.com or 954-217-6225. We'll see you on the next Technology Bradcast.